This episode, Mixer Meatballs. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. And together we've published more than 25 cookbooks and won some national awards like the IACP People's Choice Award this year, baby. And some international awards like the Gourmand Award at the Paris Book Show, Fifi. And we've appeared on a number of national bestseller lists. We were two below Fifty Shades of Grey this year. I have always wanted to be two below Fifty Shades of Grey. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years, except maybe bowls of kibble for the collies. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I fucking made that. Bet you think Mark's making another cake. Actually, I'm making meatballs. And let me tell you two things. I used to hate meatballs. And I used to hate meatballs. And now? Well, I like them. I like them a lot. Um, in fact, I even ask for them now. Uh, mostly because you got me liking them. I mean, when I was a kid, we Southerners sometimes call this ground beef stuff loose meat. And I just am not a fan of loose meat. But these things are so tender and so luxurious that I love them. And you got a couple really interesting techniques for making these things. So I think it's interesting that we share in this recipe, A, because you should make it, and B, because the techniques are kind of cool. So why don't you tell them what I got in this bowl? So this bowl is the bowl of our electric stand mixer. And in that mixer, you've got a pound of ground beef. You have a pound of Italian sausage meat. You have some fresh breadcrumbs that have been soaked in milk. You have thyme and oregano and basil and some fennel seeds and some nutmeg and salt and pepper. You've got an egg and you have some grated Parmesan cheese. So it's loose sausage meat, right? Nobody goes out and buys a sausage, right? It's that back to that ooh loose meat thing, right? Well, you can buy sausages in links, but you have to squeeze the meat out of it. Oh, oh, <laughs> God. No. Uh, anyway, I think the idea about these meatballs, the best thing about them is the fresh breadcrumbs. The fresh breadcrumbs give them that crazy, wonderful texture. And you can really soak these breadcrumbs in lots of different kinds of liquids, red wine, white wine, beer, brandy. We used milk, but there's a million things you can do with them. Okay, no, you can't soak them in lemonade and you can't soak them in prune juice, but you can soak the breadcrumbs in a lot of things and then squeeze them out. And they give the meatballs really exceptional texture. One of the reasons I always hated meatballs was because I didn't like to get my fingers in the bowl. I mean, that's just disgusting. It's like putting your hand in a can of dog food. I hate that. So anyway, I don't have to do that because you're using the mixers. Do you want to explain why we're using a mixer? Sure. I used to always say, and I still do when we teach classes, that your hands are the best tool you have in the kitchen. Uh, can I say your cleaned and dried hands are the <laughs> okay. best tool? Your washed hands are the best tools you have in the kitchen. You could toss a salad with dressing with your hands so much better than you can with tongs, coating every leaf of lettuce perfectly. Gross. 
Gross, no, great. gross, you, gross. Anyway, <laughs> go on. But there's something a mixer can do that your hands can't. And it can blend ground beef and egg and fresh breadcrumbs and spices smoothly and perfectly and evenly. So much better than you could ever do with your hand and certainly better than you could do with a wooden spoon. Okay, so can I do this for too long? Yeah, you can overbeat it, but you're not going to. Usually it takes about 30 seconds to a minute. You will see it all come together almost like a dough. And then it'll actually start to stick to the sides of the bowl and then you kind of know you're done. <laughs> okay, that's gross too. But anyway, my dainty hands are going to be saved through this whole process by using the mixer. And they're going to be saved in the next step too. You want to explain why that is? Ah, that's because to shape the meatballs, I use an ice cream scoop. And that's the perfect thing because the ice cream scoop I use is a quarter cup and each ball is exactly the same size. Each ball is exactly the same shape and it's perfect. How many do you think we'll get out of this? Out of these two pounds of meat, we will get about 20 meatballs. So we're going to do this and I'm going to keep making these. And when I get done with this, then we'll see this kind of crazy technique that comes next that you've got going on. Okay, browning meatballs is another big ass chore. It's just one of those things that takes all day and I don't know, all night and you have to dirty your stove, your kitchen, your floor, you have to remodel, you have to repaint. I don't know, it just gets oil everywhere. But you have to brown them because if you just drop <laughs> raw meatballs into a pot of bubbling sauce, they're going to get all misshapen and you're going to stir them up and it's going to you're going to end up with meat sauce and not meatballs. So they have to be browned. Yeah, they do. And I agree and you get better, you know, external surface tension and all that kind of stuff on the meatball and you get better flavor in the sauce later. But still, there's a way that you do this that isn't the standard way, the way that makes nonas so bitter. So what is the way that you do this? Brown them in the oven. When I took that scooper and we scooped out all those balls, we scooped them right onto an oil baking sheet and they went into our 400 degree oven. Takes about 15, maybe 20 minutes, depending upon your oven. And they'll get firm and they'll get a little brown on the outside so that when they're ready to go into the sauce, they won't fall apart and they'll hold their shape and they'll be just perfect. Um, but on this baking sheet, we're kind of creating a little bit of a mess. We've got some olive oil on there and uh, meatballs. Are we creating a fond? Do we worry about this? Don't you know that the gooey, crunchy bits on the bottom of a pan? That's a great question. And sometimes, depending upon the fat content of the meat, depending on the moisture content of the meat, I may get a little browning fond under them. Now, the meatballs are going to render a lot of fat out as well. So the first thing I'm going to do after I take the meatballs off of this tray is pour off all of that disgusting fat that came out of it and I'm going to throw it away. I'm not putting it down the sink. I'm going to throw it away in the garbage. And then if there's any brown bits under the meatballs, I am going to scrape that up with a spatula and put that into the sauce with the meatballs. So we brown the meatballs and now we've got them in a pot of sauce on the stove. And I should just go over this one more time what we need to know about meatballs themselves. One, we used a mixer, two, we used an ice cream scoop, and three, we used a rimmed baking sheet. I should add that part, a rimmed baking sheet in the oven, because if we just use a plain old cookie sheet, all that grease is gonna fall right off the sides of it. So it's a rimmed, you know, old-fashioned baking sheet that we've browned them on in the oven, and we've done all of that 
and now we've got them in the pot. And I suppose I should tell you how to make a fantastic marinara sauce to simmer them away in. Yeah, too bad that's not what we have here. Oh, you're going to give away all my secrets. <laughs> yeah, I sure am. What we got here is jarred marinara sauce, and they're bubbling away in a pot of jarred, store-bought marinara sauce. Old chef here didn't make it himself. And I think that's kind of cool, actually, because I do think there's some pretty fine marinara sauce out there. There is, but you're going to have to spend 10 minutes in your supermarket aisle looking at every jar, and you'd be shocked because you look at some of the nice organic, high-end restaurant name sauces, and you look at the ingredient list, and it's tomatoes always, and then the second ingredient may be vegetable oil or even sugar or just spices. Not good. So what you want to look for is a sauce that has just tomatoes, that has olive oil, that lists the spices out that are in there, and that does not have any sugar. That's the hardest thing, trying to find a brand without sugar, but they're out there. So look for one of those. And remember, once you get these meatballs simmering in them, it's going to raise the level of the flavor of the sauce too because it's adding meat flavor as well. Right, but no amount of meat flavor is going to overcome nasty sweet dessert tomato sauce. No, it's not. That's so disgusting. Bring your reading glasses to the <laughs> store and you can find something to use. So how long do these things go in this pot? We're going to go about 40 minutes. Okay, so they're meatballs. Why do they go so... We've already browned them for 15 minutes. Why do they go so long? Well, mostly it's for them to fuse their meaty, delicious flavor into this sauce. They need 10, 15 minutes to continue cooking till they're really tender. But the longer we go, the more flavor they'll add to this marinara and the more it'll all meld into one luscious thing. You just don't want to go too far where they can start to fall apart. Can I, you know, I mean, this is a big pot. Am I going to ever be able to freeze this? I mean, there are just two of us here, you know. Absolutely. I freeze it all the time. When you thaw it to cook it, let it thaw on the counter for a few hours or overnight in the refrigerator till the meatballs are loose in the sauce and then just reheat it. Well, let's get this show on the road then. Now my favorite part, tasting and judgment. Listen, if you keep this up, I'm going to refuse to play along someday. I mean, you know the rules we've agreed to with marriage. If I'm happy, everybody's happy. And if I'm not happy, no one is happy. If these meatballs don't make you happy, nothing will. Well, let's try it. They look pretty fine, Al. Mmm. They oh. are so tender oh and so flavorful. Mmm. They mm. are. I think meatballs are my favorite food. And they really doctored that jarred marinara sauce. It... Right, pulled it up. Oh my god. So, um, we haven't put any cheese on these. A lot of people like grated cheese on them. Well, we put grated cheese in the meatballs, but right. it's but okay on. to put cheese on top too. Like mm. grated parmesan or some asiago maybe. Yum. So, yeah. Mark, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned, okay, <coughs> let me swallow. Okay, I learned that a mixer and an ice cream scoop and a baking sheet not only keep my hands clean and the kitchen clean, but they make really even luxurious mouth-watering meatballs. And? Okay, well, I learned that I didn't have to remodel my kitchen from a browning exercise in which I splattered oil everywhere, but I could actually do it in the oven and keep things cleaner. And? Okay, and I learned that sometimes you like to pretend to be a big fancy chef and you're just opening jars of marinara at the stove. Are you happy? Um, yeah, sure. Then how come everyone's not happy? Well, I don't know. Here, have another meatball. This recipe for mixer meatballs isn't in any of our books, but it is on our website at bruceandmark.com. If you like our podcast, 
Would you mind rating us and reviewing us on iTunes or whatever platform you found us on? And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter by dropping us a note on our website, bruceandmark.com. Check it out. Mixer Meatballs. I fucking made that and everybody's happy.